You are listening to Believe, Strive, Achieve, Endurance Podcast with Diogo Custodio. If this is your first time listening, then thanks so much for coming. Get ready and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Believe, Strive, Achieve, Endurance Podcast. My name is Diogo. Today, our guest is Sergio Marques, a Portuguese triathlete. Some of you guys know him from last year when we did a, a live video for Facebook and we interviewed Sergio before the 70.3 Qashqai's race. Um, I think he doesn't need any more kind of presentations, but for you guys to have an idea, Sergio is almost with 50 Ironmans in his body, finished. And um, last year he did uh, Qashqai's, after that he went to Kona and he did an amazing performance. But not everything went well, and um, I think we're going to start with that. Sergio, first of all, thank you for joining us. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Um, let's go back a bit in time, and let's speak a little bit about um, last year. So after Qashqai's, everything went well. We went to Kona. You did an amazing performance. You won the race in the age groups. But then something happened. Would you like to talk uh, about it? Um, yeah, why not? Um, uh, what happened was that um, the the Qashqai seventy point three race director invited me uh, to to do the race just as um, a guest, um, and I, I I accepted it, and uh, he told me to 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 start the race in the in the pro field, not in the way in the age groups. In the age, not not the age, but the, the um, TT st uh, style, the um, rolling start. Okay, the rolling start. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. So I start the the race at um, uh, with the pros. Uh, I, I I told him from in several conversations that uh, that uh, I I couldn't race pro. Uh, he assured me that. Um, that uh, he had uh, taken care of everything; it wasn't wasn't a problem. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he invited me and I raced. It, I mean, it was just uh, two weeks before Hawaii, so it was far from uh, from a goal for myself. Just uh, it would be fun to, to race a seventy point three race uh, at home and mm -hmm. uh, a place where I usually train and. Um, And yeah, I mean, it, I I thought it was everything was okay, and I didn't hesitate to to believe in his words um, that I would be wouldn't be a problem uh, because I knew that I couldn't race as a pro if I'm racing age group. I mean, I I've been here for almost 20 years, so I, I know how things work. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I mean, uh, after after I'm in Hawaii. Um, a few weeks later uh, i was um i got an email from wtc asking about my participation in uh, in Cascais. and uh back then i i just gave everything i i, I never knew I, i would never guess that this will take this way but i i i i sent everything emails um Every, I mean everything. I mean even even conversations with uh, the race director, director uh, telling him that I couldn't race uh, pro, and he, he told me always told me that uh, it will it will be fine. 
Um, yeah, I guess I believed it, but wrongly, of course. But the, the big problem was that, uh, uh, and part of this is a bit of my fault. Um, some guy at the, the organization um, uh, asked me my active account uh, password to, to register me for the race. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would never guess. I mean, and that was my my mistake. I gave him my password, and they registered me in the pro field um, itself. I mean, I didn't register anything. I didn't register for the race. It was it was the race organization that uh, that registered me, and um, WDC. Obviously, uh, uses that uh, electronic uh, signature as the main um, cause of my disqualification. Uh, I I sent several, I mean several um, emails explaining what happened. I even sent him them um, emails uh, that that I changed with the the registration guy. Where I provided my provided my password. I mean, it, it's all written. I mean, I can yeah. prove that. I believe, at least I believe, uh, I proved that I didn't have anything to do with my uh, pro registration. But uh, I guess uh, uh, nobody cared, um, and uh, and I eventually I got disqualified from uh, from my performance. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long story. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I feel, um, my conscience is clear, although several people, you know, flamed me on the internet, but uh, my conscience is clear. I gave them everything. Um, I, 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 I'm absolutely sure that, uh, that I didn't have or didn't wanted to, race in the profile. I mean, it wasn't, uh, um, it's useless. I mean, how can you race a pro pro, uh, race two weeks before Hawaii? And if you see the results, it's, uh, you know, know, I I, I just did the race. I mean, I did the the course. I mean, whatever. I mean, it was fun. Just a workout for you in that day. What, sorry? Was just a workout for you in that day. Oh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. It was fun to to to, to actually do the race and see uh, friends, uh, people that I know. Uh, even though I wasn't really racing, but they were cheering. Um, but yeah, I would never expect something like that would happen. I mean, and my conscience is clear because I I I showed them. Uh, that I, I, I was not part of it. It was I, I didn't register for the race, and um, and uh, I mean they don't don't take it. I mean they pro- I, I guess they are protecting themselves because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a big story. Uh, it's a long story, and it, it also um, implicates the, how the registration, the pro registration, was done. Uh, by the WTC because uh, uh, every pro needs to have a pro card and I don't have a pro card or didn't have a pro card and uh, they just uh, res- accepted my registration um, without the necessary documents 
uh, that actually, and I showed them, uh, asked the, 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 the other Portuguese pros racing the race, they asked for those uh, validation documents. And mm-hmm. for me, uh, they didn't ask anything. And my federation didn't, uh, didn't uh, have, have a pro license for me, nothing. I mean, um, it, it's, uh, they, I th- my belief is that they, they protect them, protected uh, themselves, the race and the WTC. And uh, that was it. I mean, I tried to talk with them, and uh, they just uh, uh, didn't care. I mean, it's it's a shame because because um, uh, WTC should think more about the the athletes. the athletes and not only themselves. And uh, unfortunately, that's what is happening at the moment. And, and you can clearly see uh, by this. Um, uh covid-19 pandemic that they didn't do the things that like they should have in my opinion of course but uh, i mean i still i still love doing ironman uh but my feeling is that uh wtc doesn't own the sport and that that's what i will try to show them if i can yeah, because um, so last year in October you became world champion, age group overall. You won in Kona. Yeah, I, I won the race, the age group race, world champion. Oh, yeah. Only one person, at least one one male and one female. I was uh, it was a great race for me, but uh, I like to to put things where they are, and uh, I was uh, thirty thirty something uh, overall. overall. Yeah. Of course, we don't race the same race as the as the pros, but uh, it's a different race, of course. And I've been there, uh, but still, uh, I wasn't world. I don't feel like a world champion. I won the the. Um, you won the ball. That's a problem. I, I have the ball. Yeah, okay, I still have it. I still have it. They never asked it back. But uh, real, real, real world champions. Uh, there are two: one male, one uh, and one female. And yes, I won the world championships in the age group, I feel, and and I I still feel like I did. And the thing is, um, you won that race, the age group field. Yeah. And two weeks later, or three weeks later, you get an email from WTC saying that they're going to take you the the title, even if you don't say you have a title, you have a title of world champion. And I would I would imagine that the anger against the organization would be quite quite a lot. However, um, you kept training for another Ironman to qualify again for Kona to try to race again Kona. Um, how did you find the motivation to keep going and through to race again Ironman races? Um, I mean, uh, I, 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 when I started uh, um, racing Ironman, um, for me, it was the only race possible is doing an unofficial Ironman. I don't feel that that way anymore right now. Uh, there are a lot of other races that are very good. Um, even the smaller races, uh, small Ironman races um, are, 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 are nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'm not happy. Of course I wasn't happy um, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I want to I want to go I'll go back, and uh, I, it's not like a personal vendetta. I mean, I just like it. I like to go there, um, and uh, surely uh, uh, WTC, like I said, doesn't own the sports. Um, they they need to rem- to to be remembered of that. Uh, and basically, for me, they did like did things like they own the sport and they like they are kings, you know. Um, but uh, my, my motivation is I, my passion for the for, for the um, the long distance triathlon and especially, of course, the Ironman. Uh, that's where I uh, started doing triathlons, and I still feel the same. Uh, so uh, and of course, so why it's a good vacation for me <laughs> the, the, the last few years I, I realized that um, when when I went the, in 2018 uh, which was the, my first uh, age group race there and I spent uh, a very nice two weeks there and uh, I realized that uh, that's the only vacation real vacation that I can have from uh, my uh, life in uh, in Portugal, so uh, it's a lot of factors contributing for that. I would I would come back if I was disqualified or not, or at least I will try to come back because I like it. I mean, it's a great destination. I love it, and I love the atmosphere there. And um, I remember that in November we start working again uh, to prepare Nazaroti. Yeah, and suddenly your wife is pregnant. Then you become a father. Then the COVID shows up. I believe this year has been quite a mess in a good way uh, and some bad ways, of course, uh, with the COVID for you. Um, so, how did you prepare your season with your coach? Uh, we listened to his sides before the Estonia Ironman, but I'd like to listen to yours um, after March. How was the the conversation that you have with your coach elder uh, in order to prepare the season that you're going to have in front of you uh, yeah i mean the goal the goal for the season uh, was basically the same as last year um, since i i was uh, taking off the um, the world uh, title uh, i would need to qualify again so i choose the same race as last year or 2 years ago um, which was Lanzarote. I like Lanzarote. It's, an, it's a tough course and a beautiful race. So, and it's, um, it's uh, early on the season, so it's convenient for me. Uh, the goal was the same, but uh, of course, then um, the, um, the COVID-19 pandemic decided to spread and uh, the, the race was cancelled. I, I, trans- I transferred my registration to next year so i will have to not not have i will but i will i will raise that that will be the, the, my first goal for the next season um yeah i mean it was it was a tough we are we are going through tough times um i'm i'm very worried not only for the um, the health situation, but also the economics. Um, I, I, for, personally, I didn't suffer much because I di- didn't even stop working, even outside, because uh, I work on construction and the construction is um, 
it, it didn't stop, um, well, at least generally. And um, my life was basically the same um, other than, than if I went, if I needed to go to the office, I wouldn't go. I would come home and work from home. But uh, outside, outside was the same, basically the same. Um, yeah, but I guess it was, I guess, no, it was tough for everyone. Um, I didn't, I didn't, um, uh, stop trading. Uh, of course, those times, uh, where the um, emergency state was, uh, in effect, down, right? I, 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 I didn't swim and, and, um, I did a lot of indoor training. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can deal with indoor training pretty well, so it wasn't uh, that hard for me. Uh, of course, uh, the the baby Afonso w- would be would bo- be born uh, the week be- after Ironman Lanzarote. So it was like everything was in place um, uh, to to have a good season. So. And it eventually happened. He was born in the after race week, so it was uh, everything was perfect. Uh, but the race they didn't happen. So, but I didn't uh, I didn't stop working uh, uh, or working out. Um, and after Alonzarote, I just uh, I just wanted to you know to see how things unfold in the next few months. Uh, and uh, if I saw an opportunity to race again, uh, even if it's only one race, um, I will take it. And I, 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 I guess I, I have, a, I had a good bet, which was Tallinn. That was basically the only race or full distance race that uh, happened since uh, since the start of the the COVID nineteen pandemic. And, um, yeah, I was just, uh, happy to actually do a race despite the, the, all the, the situation. Yeah. And, um, how was the preparation before the race? Um, did you have to do any kind of test before the race? Yeah. I mean, uh, travel, traveling there, uh, uh, I had to do a test, um, uh, before leaving Portugal and I did uh, a test right at the moment that I uh, left the gate at the airport in, in Tallinn. So that was mandatory. Um, and yeah, I mean, I did it. And it was, uh, and of course, it was uh, negative. So I did the race. It was it doesn't I didn't have any problem doing the race. Did you um, at any point felt that you were in, say, in an unsafe um, environment, or just it was just like a normal race day or a normal race week? Um, well, it wasn't just a normal race week, of course, because there 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 was almost no public uh, and uh, and uh, all all procedures in the race. You can see people with masks, so <laughs> it's not not normal. But uh, the Estonia was actually did, that doesn't have many cases, and I guess that's one of the reasons that the race uh, happened. And I I, I, I remember the fun um, thing that was when I arrived to Tallinn and, and got into a cab, a taxi. Uh, the first thing that the, the taxi driver told us, me and Heller, 
was that you should take the mask off so, so people <laughs> don't, doesn't uh, see you as sick people. Uh, because basically nobody uses um, a mask, a mask in the street or whatever. I mean, uh, I guess, I guess some um, um, the countries uh, did uh, their procedures to fight the the, the, the disease, but uh, it's uh, it was uh, strange. <laughs> now you, we are getting used to to wear a mask, and the first thing that you you listen when you get to Tallinn is take your, take off your you the mask. <laughs> so it's, but uh, yeah, I mean um, the race um, itself. Um, I mean, it it wasn't perfect from the organization, but I guess it. I mean, it's totally okay given the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the race day was was uh, didn't have any problems. In the race, because but the the, the schedule for entering the transition and the taking off, checking the bike, and you know travel to the bus and and the, the more in the morning uh, preparation, the slots that the swimmers would have to take. I mean, nothing nothing worked, uh, but the race was perfect. Or um, the the the, the um, organization procedures for the COVID nineteen uh, didn't work, but I guess it's, it was fine. I mean, given the situation, I I'm very happy to do, to do. They did the race, and they they really, I mean, they it seemed you can feel it. They really really wanted to do the race. Um, that was great. Um, did you speak with any other athletes and um, share any kind of ideas on how the guys felt, or they were just exactly the same as you, just excited to race and to to be able to race again? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Um, of course, there were uh, the race wasn't like crowded with athletes. With athletes, I mean, I guess some of them just uh, or just uh, register for another race or take the the, the registration to the next year. I don't know. Um, but I guess it will. We had like eighteen hundred uh, uh, athletes, which is for an Ironman, it's not not um, not eighteen hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, were, there, there was the seven point three as well. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, for for an Ironman race, it's not usual, but it, it is what it is. I mean. It, I, I'm sure that mo- some just didn't do the race for option, and others just uh, uh, took advantage to, to register for the other race or the next year or something like that. But uh, I guess everyone was excited that to 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 actually do a race again, like myself. And um, how did you feel on the swim, considering that I would say between March and June or July, that's when the beach opened again. You were not able to swim at all. Um, how did you feel with just two or three months of swimming? On the uh, well, um, I wasn't expecting much from the swim, of course, but I guess uh, the the I think most of the athletes have difficulties to to actually have a decent preparation, I guess. Uh, but um, I mean, I just uh, wanted to to actually live. Uh, start the race a bit closer to the front, which uh, which didn't happen uh, because of that uh, system that they um, that they put on for the COVID nineteen. 
we are we had uh, like uh, slot time slots at the beginning of the of the race and uh, I would expect to 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 to, to leave the in the sub sub one hour uh, gap uh but it didn't happen i mean when i got there the line was like so crowded that i could never um get to the, the my slot my spot um but uh, even so i mean i it was rolling start which i really hated i i it was my first experience at the rolling start and um, honestly i don't like it but uh yeah i mean the course wasn't uh, easy, uh, the swim. It was one loop with lots of turns, lots of navigation. Um, there was a lot of wind on the lake, actually, so it was quite choppy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I did something like 58 minutes, which is not far from great, but, uh, uh, I mean, I was happy to, to leave the water, given the circumstances. And then the bike, as long as I remember when I raced it, um, is purely flat, actually. Um, and then the run, how did you feel about the run? Well, the run is tough. <laughs> uh, it's a four loop, uh, and you're always going left and right and up and down. I mean, and you go into the city center, which is a uh, really large cobblestones that kill your, kill your uh, feet. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, um, it's, it's deceiving because the run, run was actually quite hard. The course was quite hard, uh, especially those, those parts where you go in the, into the, the city center. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same for everyone. And, uh, it's, it started raining a bit. Uh, well, the whole day was a bit cold for me. Um, but they start rain a bit in the run, which uh, all actually actually uh, feels good. Um, if 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 there is a segment where uh, rain feels good, it should be the swim and the run, not the bike. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was fine. Um, I kind of blew up in the in the the last um, like seven eight kilometers, but I was expecting that because I knew that. Uh, that uh, my form wasn't uh, the best. The best. I, I I spent a lot of time trying uh, trying to keep my training and just to to actually have a, a slot for a race and race. So I could never like do a peak, you know. Uh, but uh, I mean, it wasn't uh, my best race ever. It wasn't the worst anyway. But uh, I was just happy, uh, not too excited, but happy. And what was the final result? Did you get the slots? Yes, I did the slot. I got the slots. Yeah, it was uh, actually the first time the slot. I saw the slots not going on. Uh, you know, you didn't need to go to a, a slot ceremony. <laughs> they called you. They called me, say asking me if I wanted the slot. I said yes, and then they said uh, sent the an email with a, a link to 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 buy the. The, the slots and spend the money. <laughs> Even that part is different now with the COVID. That's something I didn't know about. Yeah, yeah. So now that you have the start for Kona 2021, what's the next goal? Lazarotti or any race before that? Um, well, I'm certainly, certainly the next goal will be Lazarotti. Because, um, I mean, it was 
now that I will I will I have my slot, so I don't have that little pressure <laughs> to qualify. Uh, but before that, I might might do one or two races, but local races in depending on the calendar and of course how this uh, pandemic unfolds. Uh, but yeah, for now, I'm, I'm happy that uh, I did a race. I didn't. I'm not expecting to do much more the or other than than the local race in Caminha uh, to have my team. Uh, but I, I, honestly, I'm not expecting <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, but yeah, after that, uh, some some. Uh, Time trying to build some good good swim base, and then afterwards, and to focus on on Armen Lanzarote. Um, one thing I forgot to ask you is: um, we know that this virus um, attacks more the people with the um, immunity system when it's down. And as you may know, uh, when you do an Armen, your immunity system just drops quite a lot. Um, have you ever felt any kind of fear or afraid of getting the virus after the Ironman because of this? Uh, I mean, uh, not really. I mean, uh, of course, we we all are worried. Of course, um, honestly, honestly I, 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 at this point, uh, we just need to be cautious. And um, of course, you can. You are not. Um, 100% sure that will you 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 know you're going in the street and get the the, the, the virus. Nobody's assured you of that, but uh, you cannot just stop living. And, and after the, the the big closure a few months ago, I, I think most of the people just uh, feel that uh, you can be cautious, but uh, but you don't need to to stop living and. Uh, I guess um, my opinion is that uh, at the moment is that uh, okay we have a problem. Uh, I mean everyone is trying to to, to solve the the problem with vaccines and all that, uh, but um, uh, we cannot stop living. Uh, you need you need all all everyone needs to be cautious and use the 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 necessary tools to minimize the risk. But uh, you you. you you, you you can't stop living. It's uh, impossible. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and now, Sergio, that you have a baby at home, how is your current life routine? Has it changed much or not really? Uh, no, of course it changed. Um, I mean, I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Uh, it was my first baby, and. Uh, I'm trying to enjoy every every second of it. Uh, of course, I I I still need to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I I at the moment I don't uh, spend you know the time I would want to spend uh, with Fonso. Uh, but uh, I mean that's that's life, of course. And uh, me and Vanessa are trying to. To you know, imagine manage all this together. Of course, uh, of course, she has uh, the the big um, uh, responsibility now that uh, she's breastfeeding. Of course, uh, 
Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, extremely happy. Of course, uh, some things change, but, uh, basically everything, uh, remains the same. I mean, you just need to, to work the puzzle of the day, um, more efficiently. And, uh, that's what I'm doing. And, uh, and so far I don't have any regrets. Um, and I believe he's going to be one of the best periods of your life for sure. Um, how many Ironmans you have done for you? Uh, 49, 49. You're going to do the 51 in Lanzarote, not in Kona. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, just a number, of course, but, uh, yeah, I mean, my first, my first, uh, goal was to actually do Ironman Cascais as a fifth, the, the 51, the 50. Uh, but, uh, obviously, obviously that idea was, uh, quite early. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the, the COVID-19, of course, but I, I already explained that. Uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, it will be hopefully in Lanzarote, but it's just a number. It's a, a round number, of course, but uh, it's just a number. It's a fun number. And um, I hope that in October next year you can bring another ball back to Portugal, um, exactly the same as the one you brought last year, but um, this time without any kind of issues. So please <laughs> ensure that when you use it for a race, you do it properly, okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, anyway, I, I definitely will do my best. I mean, uh, I... The win is not guaranteed, of course. I would never, actually, I never expected to, to win the race, age group race last year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, uh, it's, uh, it will be a big goal to, to get, just to get there and then do my, my best on the race day. If, if my best is, is, uh, 10th place, so be it. Uh, if I finish the race happy, uh, that's all that takes for me. Anyway, Sergio, it was a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much once again. No worries. Um, I hope to see you at the swimming pool next week once yeah. it opens again. <laughs> let's, let's try and find out about that. <laughs> and try to prepare as a team corner the best way we can. Yeah. Um, and I think you are enjoying a little bit of rest this week. Um, so I hope you enjoy it until the end of the week and then we, we meet again next week. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. The Believe Strive Achieve podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment and show notes are found at trytrainingharder.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at trytrainingharder. Thanks for listening.